Welcome back, fanboys and fangirls, to another glorious episode of the Podcast of Justice. I'm Ryan. And I'm Delgado. Uh, today, while Delgado's flexing his hat, um, I think we're going to catch up real quick about WandaVision, um, as we've been doing, uh, and then we're going to talk about recasts. And if you've watched the newest episode of WandaVision, you'll understand the reference there. Uh, even though Delgado wants to argue semantics and this isn't technically a recast. Wait a minute. Bitch! It is a recast where they keep him. It isn't a recast because he's not playing the same Pietro. I mean, he's still playing Quicksilver. He is, but he's still not <laughs> play, He's not playing the same one. We're talking alternate universes and alternate timelines. I mean, Kat Dennings even said they recast him. I know, and that's why <laughs> I said you'll understand the reference even though it doesn't actually make sense. So. I mean... You want to argue semantics, bitch? I'll argue semantics right back. Recast. Recast. I'm it's not a recast. recast. It is recast. It's not it a reboot. Not. What is it? It's an alternate Pietro. No way. I don't believe you. Because we didn't even explore that he even had a sister in the Fox universe. He yeah, we did. He was his own separate... Yeah, we did. Polaris. No, there was a scene where he was holding a little girl. That's Polaris. Why are you... I got the Google page. Google page is already up, son. <coughs> Why are you like this? Because that was Polaris. God. Okay, anyway. Because you know they have a... a th- there's a third sibling. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So they, we still discussed the sister, which just wasn't Scarlet Witch. Bitch. <laughs> Why are we nerds? Uh, environmental hazard of living in literally the worst state in the Union, I think. So why don't you go ahead and catch them up to speed with uh, WandaVision. We, did we talk about it last week? Yeah, like towards the end. Okay. In the middle. So we talked Sorry. about, we talked a little bit about that episode not really having much that moves the story story completely forward. Yeah. Uh, kind of talks about the effects that the snap had on Monica. Um, but was it four or five that had the reveal when she shot the clothes? That was five, right? Yeah. Okay. That just happened yesterday. Um. Old Friday of the fifth. Yeah. Um. So we know now that, and Delgado will argue this because it hasn't been confirmed. Hasn't been confirmed. That the the that Westview is Scarlet Witch, changing reality. Which, as you'll recall, I said. Back in the first episode that we talked about this. And as you guys will also recall, Delgado said Scarlet, or not Scarlet, Quicksilver would appear in episode six or seven. No, I said that footage was six or seven. Yeah. And no, that no. Footage, that no, footage, bitch. because it was ramping up <laughs> okay. that climactic feeling of towards the end of the series, like We're, something was happening. I'm going to. I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna rewatch, rewatch it. We only got one fuck. Re-listen to it. We only got one fucking view on it. I know. Give it right? another view while you're at it. Uh, Delgado stated that Quicksilver wouldn't appear until episode six or seven, and again, he was incorrect. Well, technically, if you want to be technical, this is his cameo. Oh my god! So his god. first full appearance would be in episode six. So no. Fuck you. He <laughs> said, "Can a brother hug his sister?" Yeah. That was him saying, "Hey, I'm Quicksilver," without saying, "Hey, I'm Quicksilver." to say cameo bro oh it's my god no no because by your own rules she said pietro she said quicksilver <laughs> i fucking 
hate you. <laughs> technically, he never, he didn't even actually go by Quicksilver either, so technically we haven't seen Quicksilver in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The, the silence that you guys just heard is my brain slowly exploding as the aneurysm moves closer and closer to my brainstem to kill me. Uh... I asked for this by working with you again, didn't I? Yeah. I sure fucking did. Great. Yeah, that's, did. that's my fault. Anyway. Um, Back to the story. I, we obviously already kind of skipped ahead a little bit. Um, and you guys have caught bits and pieces. And uh, But Monica Rambeau's uh, clothes were altered, basically, alchemically. They were made of the same materials as what she went in there with. But they were changed. Which um, kind of lends credence to my theory that when you enter Westfield, obviously all Westview. of this, Westview, uh, all of this actually lends credence to my theory that um, Wanda is in there manipulated, manipulating everything. Because as we know about Scarlet Witch's powers, she has the ability to manipulate all of reality. Right. Um, just not time and space. She can only alter the current standing of reality um so all of this is kind of lending credence to my theory that what we're going to see going forward is more revelations that she more more of her revealing to herself how much power she really has um and i think that we're going to see her utilize it a bit more towards the end of the series i don't think that this is the last time we're going to see scarlet witch or the vision uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that they are using them in this show. Well, yeah, she's already casted for Doctor Strange. And I'm, I'm aware, bitch. So technically, it wouldn't be the last one. But anyways. I just wish this aneurysm would hurt and kill me. Anyway, I don't actually have an aneurysm. Don't worry about me, you guys. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's possible. I, I could have a ticking time bomb in my brain. I just don't know it yet. Um, especially working with this douchebag. Uh, so basically Monica like had a theory and she used her fellow FBI agent's gun to shoot her clothing, which revealed that it was made of Kevlar, uh, which she was wearing a a Kevlar vest when she walked into Westview. She got sucked in. (laughs) What can I throw at you? I have the high ground, Ryan. This isn't Star Wars, bitch. I'll win. Um, <clears throat> I have sharp objects. Uh, Your penis is not what I want thrown at me. Keep talking, and then I'll make you pick your poison. <laughs> that was a that was a, a a a little case of screwdrivers slapping against the table. I'm sorry if that was entirely too loud for you guys. Um, I needed it to be a little bit more intimidating, though. Uh, anyway. Uh, so that kind of revealed that alchemically, once you enter Westview, you change physically. Um, Delgado brought up a very good point earlier um, about where all the kids are. And he's brought that up a couple times so far. And I'm starting to kind of wonder as well. Well, yeah, because they keep hitting at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the magic, the magic talent show or whatever the fuck that Save was. Save the children. Yeah. Save the children. Okay. Where are the children? And, like, Vision just stated in the last episode that he walks to work and he passes playgrounds that are empty. Never mm-hmm. 
no kids mentioned anywhere else. Uh, so yeah, I think that's weird. Like the only reason why I argue, and it's not really that I argue. I just I believe that this is like um, like an introduction to like um, a bigger threat that is behind the scenes, and it could be Mephisto, it could be somebody completely else. But I, I do see Wanda as a puppet to a certain validity, to where like kind of like how Hawkeye was being uh, mind controlled from Loki Scepter. But why does she have to be being mind controlled right now? She obviously is aware that she's the one doing this because when she took the drone back outside, she said, this is my home. She could be manipulated or maybe there's some form of like control, like she's being controlled to do this. It just seems very out of character for her to go from the end of end game the love and, of and her the, life and was... the peace like she's already accepted the peace that that, that he's dead you know what i mean like her and clint barton clint barton was talking like right next to the lake staring off into the distance you know she seemed completely fine you know because they're both reminiscing of the people that they've lost and then we jump to from that peaceful send-off to her breaking into a fucking what is it the shield or sword 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 facility and stealing Vision's <clears throat> body. She probably and hurting no, people. She they she didn't hurt anybody. Mm. They never said she hurt. Well, they anybody. said she's like a terrorist because they want to you because she violated the Sokovia Accords by oh, by oh. utilizing her powers and not registering as a as a superhuman. I just I feel like there's there's definitely more to the plot. Granted, yes, they've they've done they've thrown the whole plot out there that yes, she is controlling some of this shit, but I like she was taken back when she was on the couch <clears throat> right before they introduced Pietro. Um, because she was like, Do you think that I'm really controlling all these people and like making them go to work and like, you know, making them go to dentist appointments or whatever the fuck and walking their dogs and mowing their lawns? I don't think that she's doing it. I think this is like mm. literally <clears throat> she brought Vision back to life and I think it's completely out of character that she would do that. Well, okay, but um grieving aside because it is illegal as fuck to do that. Well, okay, so per your argument, um Vision's coworker said she's in my head. Yeah, but we also have the introduction of Agatha Harkness. She's a very powerful witch. Just because they said she, that might be the, the red herring. You know what I mean? That it's it's <clears throat> Wanda. And uh, we gonna... could think that Agatha, hell, for all we know, maybe it's not Agatha Harkness. And, and Agatha is a play on words like Agatha Harkness, but that's actually Mephisto disguised as a female. Who Who's who's Agatha? Are you talking about Agnes? Agnes, yes, that's what I meant. Agnes, Agatha Harkness is a witch. Like she is a, a sorceress in the Marvel. I just, books. I can't imagine and it. That's being... how Wanda got her like teachings was from her. I can't imagine the. Holy fuck! That actually makes sense. God damn it! I didn't want that to make sense. I wanted you to be wrong. Because you see how like Marvel like likes to throw twists and turns sometimes. Like yeah, they're saying she. But they're not saying Wanda. You know what I mean? Like, they're making it seem like she's this bad person when she probably... She went to get help from Agatha Harkness. And um, it might be Mephisto in disguise leading her down a dark path to 
take back her life and then he's trying to like hype her up and manifest her powers to where she loses control and now it's seeping <clears throat> okay it started out in the house and then like it just like <clears throat> consumed the whole fucking like town. while i may moderately see your point what about the scene where agnes started to freak out because she was off cue and was like do you want me to do another take and was like freaking out because she she didn't want Wanda to be mad at her. I think that that was important. I or don't. They could be hiding it. You know what I mean? They could make it seem like <clears throat> you know this is how it is, and she's just one of the innocent bystanders that's stuck but there. But also to your point, to your point, to give your your point some some uh, credence, um, she also completely ignores it when she sees the magic around the house. Yeah, because she knows about it. I know, but like that's what I'm, what I'm saying. I'm saying? I, no, weird. I know, but I have two. I have two arguments: one for you, and one against you. That one is is there, but it could also be that Wanda is making everybody ignore when she's using her magic. Good. Um, and I, if they are doing Agnes as Agnes, that'll piss me off because like that's kind of fucking lazy. But at the same time, it also makes sense because it's not as lazy as I'm making it out to be. Well, I'm just thinking, but... like, logically speaking, if you think about that, she's doing this out of grief, solely out of grief. Yeah. And she's throwing a tantrum. Do you think that she's ever going to have a redeeming factor later on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or is she going to become a villain? She did in uh, Civil War. Yeah, but we've already seen that. I know. Then we saw the redemption. Now we're going back to Misunderstood. Yeah, because I mean it's it's easy it's easy for <laughs> someone who's lazy writing. Not really. Okay, so I look, think her getting manipulated would be funny because that's what she did to the fucking Avengers when they first met in Age of Ultron. Is she manipulated them and used the the magic, the hex magic, and turned them against each other. So if that's being done to her, think about how out of character it seems for her to go steal a fucking uh, the dead body and then reanimate it and then. Getting so fucking confused to where her powers are literally fucking like if she because she literally goes to this this Agatha right to to get a rein and, and train on her powers to become more powerful. Well, who's to say that she didn't actually do that in the show and then lose control and that's exactly where they wanted her to go and they knew that it would eventually leak out and that's why it makes more sense because the boys, Mephisto wanted those boys in the comic books. Those boys are real. In the show. I'm well, telling you, everything it's... is real in the show. Everything. She right. makes everything real. Right. So I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, it's, it, it could, it could be perceived easily as, okay, Wanda's the bad person, but Marvel doesn't want to make one of their heroes look like a bad person. It just, I'm telling you right now, it seems like it's like, okay, well, we're, we're throwing you big fuck you right now, and everybody's gonna be like, oh, damn, like, you know, the Scarlet Witch is a fucking bad person now. Again, it just, no, I don't see Marvel doing that. I think that there's, she's being manipulated to some extent and being used as a puppet, regardless if she has her own free will or not. She could be literally like, you know, hey, you could have everything you want, you just gotta fucking take it. Like, being nudged to fucking do this, like, being urged to, you know what I mean? Like, being manipulated. And I think to exploit her powers to, like, you know, the point where, like, it's literally, like, exceeding 
the initial wherever the fuck may have started it might have started in a house and then it just like started leaking onto streets and then it became it just consumed this whole fucking town i don't know we don't know anything all we know is what they're trying to allege what is perceived as okay we're saying she we're using like small hints like okay it's gotta be wanda right well agatha's not i'm telling you right now she's she's even dressed like a witch for the halloween episode I, I have a firm belief that it's it's Agatha Harkness. Or, yeah, Agatha Harkness is Agnes is the name of the character. And so really... So, I'm, I'm, I'm saying right now because it's not... It's not pain. If you can remember back to when the Avengers were being manipulated by her hex magic, they never complained of anything being painful when they were under her spell. So... Somebody's doing this shit on purpose that is purposefully hurting these people, forcing them to do that. Granted, she does have the power to do that. I can almost I can almost 100% agree that she is very powerful. But I don't think that she's being malicious about it. Because she would have killed that sword agent out there with all those guys when they all pointed the gun. She could have just easily killed them all, but she didn't. Okay, so to counter that in two different ways. What if she's not physically hurting them on purpose but more manifesting her own emotional pain on them. Also, when it comes to Monica, she didn't want to harm her because one of two reasons. Either she just didn't want to. Because we we know that the new, the redeemed Scarlet Witch doesn't want to hurt people. She, she probably just wanted her out of the fucking way and wanted her alive to send a message. Don't fuck with me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just I, I feel like there's 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 more consistency to the story, and we're not gonna get it until the next fucking episode. And then we're gonna be specking again. Yeah. So, and it's gonna be an endless. <laughs> that's cycle. what they're. This is what this show is doing. Like it's literally leading <coughs> speculation, to speculation, to speculation. We're not gonna have that full entirety of everything until we're completely done until with the fucking yeah. yeah. Like we're not gonna have all the answers until you know what I mean. And I mean I'm excited about it to be honest. Like I mean it's got my my brain thinking. Um, but it, like I said, it just seems really out of character for her to, to, to be so stricken by grief to do all this shit. You know what I mean? Cause she I mean, seemed completely fine at the end of Endgame. Grief is fun. Grief does funny things, man. Like grief will fuck you up long term and you won't, you, you won't necessarily understand the effects it's having on you until it's too late. Well, like I said, we will only know. I know more episodes. I know, I know, and I just—that's why I keep playing both sides of this argument with you, because like I'll give I'll give your argument like some some kind of credence. Validation. You have yeah. To give. You, I mean, you have to look at this from you know both sides of the fence. You can't just like you can't just you go know. no, my theory is right, and that's that. Yeah, no. You have to give both sides some sort of validation until obviously it's over. I'm just thinking. I'm not thinking logically about this. I'm thinking more of from a writer's perspective. And so and am I. More of like a production. Like, okay, what would I do to make fan like to make viewers like want to keep watching? And this I shit? think also this kind of it's a red herring is what they're making her. And it's funny because she's a ginger. So I'm just saying that right oh now. Oh my gosh, she's a, a red herring. I think that this also kind of displays our two different writing styles. <laughs> I'm just saying it makes it makes money. I'm all about the character redemption and leading to a a, a more. Um, yeah, but that, that you don't want to like. 
use the same shit. Marvel doesn't since they created from I Iron swear Man God, on. If you say that they Iron don't, on, they don't reuse it. They don't reuse their material. Yes, they do. They yes, they do. No, they oh don't. my God, they Name are one. so. Name ma- one. Every Iron no, uh, Man movie follows the exact same plot line. No, it doesn't. Tony creates his own villain in every movie. Tony creates his own he villain. Didn't, he didn't create the the bad guy in the first movie. He was already a bad guy. Obadiah, he did create Obadiah. He didn't create Obadiah. How did he create Obadiah? Because he he set up a situation where Obadiah would betray him. He was going to betray him regardless. Oh my god. Yes, he was going to betray him. He was going to betray him regardless. Now, it wasn't even Tony Stark that fucking betrayed the fucking uh Whiplash. His dad did that. I know. But so you listen, can't say it follows the same formula when it's not the true. The Stark line. Okay, and the Mandarin, he didn't even create the Mandarin. The Mandarin wasn't the villain. But that's what I'm saying. The Mandarin wasn't... He didn't create the, the Mandarin. The he didn't create overall, Aldrich Killian either. Yes, he did. How? By ignoring him. By standing him up on that rooftop that night. That was kind of funny. <laughs> I'm just saying, no they're, very three fucking, they're, they're very three they're really, different movies. They're really not. I mean, it's better I, than like watching the same origin story over and over No, again. you're right. I agree with you there, but I'm telling you Which right is now. Which is DC. <sighs> yes. Okay, you want to talk about revisiting the same origin story? Let's talk about the, you know, the Spider-Man movies. There's three. Bitch. Three different Spider-Man. How many Batman do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You want to know something ten, funny? You want to know something ten, funny about this? Uh, and, and Kevin Conroy is included because he was on the multiverse hold show. The that's fucking, eleven. Hold the. We fucking, got Gotham. That's that's twelve. Jimmy Kimmel voiced him. That's thirteen. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! <laughs> Let me give me that pen. I licked all over it. I don't give a fuck. At this point. <laughs> Because, hold on, just a fucking second. Because, you know what? By your own rule with Quicksilver, that's a reboot. Uh, okay, so you can't talk about Arpat. You can't talk about Ben Affleck. You can't talk about Will Arnett. You can't talk about Christian Bale, George Clooney, Val, Van, Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton, Adam West, Robert Lowry, or Louis G. Wilson. Because they're all reboots. No. Every single time. They are a reboot. Yes, they are. Dude, no way. Okay, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, and George Clooney all played the same Batman. Okay, fine. That's well, three. So really? that's just as equal as Spider-Man. So you can't really even say anything. It's equal to, bitch. <laughs> all right, let's go over Superman then. Because none of them played in the same movie series. That's so they're fine. So everybody but Henry Cavill are reboots. Okay, so if you think about this logically, only Batman has actually made any profit from the DCU. That's not... He has his own true. franchise. That's, that's not Batman true and Superman. That's not true at all. Because technically Shazam also had a, a 1940s TV show. Nobody cares about Shazam. Bitch! Nobody I do. cares about Shazam. I do. He had one movie. Where's your... Where's your... Okay, very, cool. Very isolated. Uh, Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. There's... That's three. There's also the Japanese one. There's also the cartoons... There's also... Yeah, but those Batman weren't cartoons. I know. <laughs> so you can't really count the... The the War Machine one is actually valid because Terrence Howard got recast as John, T- John uh, Don Cheadle. Uh, Leave Schreiber and Tyler Mayne, that's a reboot. 
It's not a reboot. It's the same franchise. Oh, yeah, that's right. Total recasting. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence playing Mystique is a reboot. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, I put those, like, not as reboots. Uh, not because, as actual like, recasts. Because, like, when they, when, they reca- like, when they recast for a younger role, that's not that's not a recast. It's a, it's a reboot. That's why I wanted to kind of, like, talk about why there is the reboot slash recast. Okay. But, yeah, when I talked about Quicksilver. It it's not a recast. It wasn't valid. It's it wasn't, not a recast. Not valid when I come re- up with it. It's not a reboot. It's not even... It's Okay. I'm telling you right now, because they even stated in the episode that they recast. Because it was a joke. It's not a joke. It was a joke. It's not a joke. It was a throwaway gag. It was an Easter egg. If he stays in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that's a recast. Oh, my God. If, if, he, if everything is real in that show, by definition, per you, everything was... Material like materialized everything was made real, by Wanda, yes. Real, but so and Pietro is real, it's leading into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, if he's real, he got recasted because Harry Taylor Johnson is not playing that Pietro, yeah, because that Pietro is dead. Oh my god, so many people are yelling, so many people are yelling <laughs> in my head. <laughs> so, anyways, love you, buddy, yeah. Um. Besides Batman and Superman, because I've got, like, a long-ass fucking list, and I didn't know that Jimmy Kimmel voiced Batman on Teen Titans Go, did you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and Dietrich Bader voiced him in the Batman. Mm, yeah. Um, so... We've had so many voice actors for Batman. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like um, Nightwing. I liked Will Arnett better than anybody else. Ah! Uh, Lego Batman. I'm sorry. He's just... He takes the cake. Be even like, better than Kevin Conroy? I don't know. I think like they're on par with each other because like Will Arnett is like funny Batman, like which doesn't actually isn't actually a thing. I mean, like by today's standards, like people would gravitate more towards like Will Arnett versus Kevin Conroy. Uh, I do like Kevin Conroy, and I even liked that they even brought him to the to the the multiverse episode. That one was pretty fucking dope. Or the Crisis on Infinite Earths, is however they fucking butchered that. Um. But I didn't know that Arnett also voiced Deathstroke in Teen Titans Go. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they use Will Arnett up for a lot. Um, Superman. Uh, fucking Tim Burton. Superman Lives. You remember that project that fucking just got canceled? I didn't even start, like, principal filming. Yeah, I know. Like, they fitted Nicolas Cage for a suit, and he looked rarely... He looked majestic, almost like... You remember the toys that they sold in the 90s with the long-haired Superman with the mullet? Well, they had him in a... Like, it was that's in exactly a, how he looked. It was in a cartoon that he looked like that for a split minute, too. Or, no, the comics. He had, like, long, yeah. luxurious yeah, hair and shit. right after he died. Mm-hmm. When he came back with a black suit. Which was the most badass Superman costume. I'm not gonna lie. A black suit was badass. Um, me personally, like, I like Tom Welling, even though he wasn't Superman, he was just Clark Kent, but I liked him. Like, I grew with Smallville. Like, I really did gravitate <clears throat> towards Smallville. Like, I, I was more into DC back in the day because the, the TV content was just so much better. But Patently now... false, but, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll let you have that one. Small, you, come on. You can't tell me that fucking Smallville didn't have... Smallville's trash. Dude, you are trash. Like, 100%. I know I am. God. There's no way that you did not like Smallville. Smallville, okay, listen, let me rephrase my statement, okay? Smallville 
was You're small just villain. mad because they fucked up Green Arrow. That's all that is. They butchered Green Arrow, Doomsday, Cyborg, uh, basically everybody but Superman. I don't even remember Cyborg on there. Yeah, he was in it for like two episodes. See, because I remember the Flash, <coughs> Green Arrow, Aquaman. Yeah, they even butchered Aquaman, which pissed me off. Aquaman wasn't that bad. He's still not great. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's not a trash show. It's just it didn't age well, in my opinion. I still watch it. I, I know you do. It. I fuck with it hard. But you also haven't gotten out of the 90s, so I mean. I mean, I never really will. Neither <laughs> should you. Because you have to remember you are a millennial just like me. I'm aware, but that doesn't mean I have to live in the era that I was born in. Yeah, but you don't also have to act like a Generation Y either. I don't act like a Generation Y. I just Why don't see... me? I just Why? don't see... <laughs> you mean Generation Z. But I also just don't see the point of like living in a bygone era that in all honesty should be forgotten. The 90s wasn't a great time for our planet. It wasn't a great time for our culture... You know what I mean? Like comics, comics back then were were okay, but the '90s almost completely crashed the comic book industry. Yeah, but we did get some pretty good shit out of it. We 90s. did. We got Deadpool and Carnage out of it. Cool. Can you think of any Cable. other? Cable came out in the '80s, late '80s, '87. No, '90. Was it '90? Hold on. Because the issues aren't very far and few between. <sighs> It was a monthly. 1990. Okay, so we got Cable, ah. Deadpool, and Carnage. Can you think I'm of sure, any I'm other sure long-lasting character? Other characters. Bloodshot got a movie. Gambit. I thought... Okay, cool. Gambit. Whatever. Don't even say it like that. Gambit was fucking the shit. We got Mystique. I'm pretty sure Mystique came out in the 90s. We definitely got Jubilee. Yeah, we definitely got Jubilee. Jubilation. I'm telling you, there's more people than what you realize. Yeah, probably, but that era almost completely killed the comic book industry, dude. Uh, she first appeared in Miss Marvel number 16, April 1978. Yeah, I can't fight that one. Um, I just... But is me- that a first appearance or a cameo? Because, you know, CBCS and fucking all the other grading companies like to claim cameos as first full appearances and make them more expensive when the cameo I'm guessing that since her first full appearances in Miss Marvel number 18, which probably came out in 78 as well. Probably. Um, But no, let let me finish my point really quick. Go for it. The 90s almost killed our industry. The 90s were almost responsible for the death of comic books. We would have gotten no more TV shows, no more movies, no more comics because of how overblown and hyper, hyper masculinized everything was back in the nineties. Like they may as well just created a superhero that was called a condiment. They did. You have the comic book. Um, And it's signed. Oh, okay. For example, uh, Dude, we got fucking violent pouch man. We got savage dragon. We got spawn. Dude, I could like the list. Is, Thank like, you for forever. further proving my point. Dude, fuck you. Savage dragon is fucking amazing. He's a fucking dragon man and he's a cop. That's all you need to know. The nineties was just a different place.
the 90s was a bad place for people. Yo, dude, we got great shows like fucking Street Sharks and Mighty know, Ducks. And like, do you know what would have happened to me if I were this age in the 90s? And then there's a lesser known type of fat called brown fat. What the fuck? This is the kind of fat. Um, I don't know, Ryan. Where would you be at? People like me were killed in the 90s quite because frequently. Because they burned you because they thought you were a witch. <laughs> This isn't actually a funny matter to me, dude. Why would they kill you, Ryan? Gay, uh, LGBTQ people were literally hate-crimed to death in the 90s, my guy. I don't ever remember it being a big problem. There's literally a law I named mean, like, I'm after sure, a kid named like... Ryan for being murdered because <laughs> he was gay. There's literally a, a law named for that. Dude, it added people gay all the time. It added gay people to the list of hate crimes in the 90s. I'm pretty sure people like use gay as like just like a, that's whack. Like, yeah, and that needs to stop. In the 90s. But that's a whole other conversation for a there whole other There were gay thing. people in the 90s. I don't like dude, I I had gay people that I knew that like didn't get bullied. You were fine. You were 10 by the time the 90s ended. How would you have known? I had friends when I was eight and nine. And seven. You, ex you exhaust me. Just as a, a person. Let's not get into sexuality because I don't want to make anybody mad. Let's just leave it. Yeah, because your your stance on it's fairly antiquated. Antiquated. There it is. Yeah, that's what I said. No, the last said time. Antiquated. I know. You can't even fucking speak. Jesus Christ, Ryan. Which one do you want to get stabbed with? <sighs> the tiny one. Cool, the biggest <laughs> one it is. <laughs> oh my god, you sound like such a buffoon when you speak. Um, I think I'm going to go with Phillips head because if I turn it just right. Now, do you know anyway. which one the Phillips head is, Ryan? Would you like me to draw you a picture? <laughs> Alright guys, Delgado's going to go blind here in about 10 seconds. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. I'm gonna pull a Joker on you. I'm gonna make this screwdriver. So you're gonna you're gonna slam your hand into that. I'm gonna slam your head into that. Uh, okay. We'll we'll see about that. <clears throat> um. Anyways, like I was saying, recasts. The Joker. Recast. It's all reboots, man. It's all, I mean, all of its feel, reboots. What do you, well, I mean, what do you feel about the Joaquin Phoenix? That one, I don't think that that one actually exists in the time in any of these timelines because like, so not in continuity. Yeah, because it takes place in like what the eighties. It's its own separate subsidiary. Like it's like its own isolated property. I know that's what I'm saying. It takes place in its own timeline. It takes place in like the eighties before Batman even existed. Yeah. If the, if Batman can't create the Joker, then it's not, well, the... we don't even know for a fact that that is the Joker because like the fucking age difference is Gotham. Like, I know. And it's, it seriously hurts my brain that DC, and it's not even just DC, but it's like these fucking writers and producers, they don't give a fuck. On how the material is supposed to be handled. Like, I'm sorry, but fucking most of Batman's rogue gallery literally would be senior citizens by the time he became Batman. And they made him Batman way too fucking early in Gotham. He wasn't Batman, though. 
At the end of it, he was. He was. He was. He was the Cape Crusader. He wasn't Batman. Well, he was the Dark Knight. He wasn't Batman. He didn't have the. Cow- he had a cowl, but he didn't have a bat cowl. Um, because he hadn't I, yet gone to train, and he hadn't yet found his identity as Batman. I don't. No. Understanding se, context I is important. Care. That show I know. was garbage. You take that bat. It was so fucking. That garbage. show was amazing. It was not. Dude, you know that show was garbage. It really wasn't. The only good part about that show is when fucking, what was it? Which one was it? Jerome or Jeremiah Valeska that became the Joker? Uh, It was Jeremiah, because Jerome wasn't the Joker, but he actually had more of a Joker-like mentality. Jeremiah was scary. His his appearance as the Joker wasn't Wait, I thought Jeremiah was the one that manipulated Jerome into becoming the Joker. Kind of. I don't... That whole thing was just fucking ridiculous. I thought it was great. No. I like the effect of, like, what the Joker looked like. But see, okay. After he fell into a vat of acid. Because I'm sorry, you're not gonna have a full head of hair after you fucking fall into Let me Let me explain this to you really quick. Let me explain why we have this difference of opinions on this. It's because, one... I like reimaginings to an extent. I think that they're fun because we've been reading the same Joker stories for, what, 40, 40 to 50 years now. I mean, we've had different different storylines. <clears throat> we have, but... We also now have, what, three Jokers in continuity? <sighs> yeah. Listen, just because <laughs> I, like, I like the DC TV uh... shows and movies currently still... Doesn't mean that I have to be okay with what they're doing in the fucking comic books. The Batman Who Laughs is a fucking joke. I will stand by that. Who is it? I don't even fuck it. It's some alternate universe guy. So it's not the Joker like I thought it was. Hold on. The Joker is not. No. Batman. That just sounds like a dumbass idea. It was, it's, it's really well handled. I won't, I won't knock it at all. Um, I just... Bruce Wayne from Earth-22, it's the Dark Multiverse. It's just... Oh, so it is. It is fucking Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's just... Uh, during the March... Uh, and later, the Infected Heroes of the Secret Six, you can... Blah, 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 blah. Um, it just... It's frustrating to me, because, like, we don't... Because comic book characters like this don't... We don't need to keep creating new ones. What we need to do is just... And this is where you and I differ in opinion. We don't need to keep creating new villains or new characters. We need to modify existing ones. We need, to, we need to change our mentality about why Superman has to exist the same way he has for 80 years. Or Batman has to exist for the same way he's existed for 74 years. I have faith in the new Batman franchise. <clears throat> to be honest, like I... With our path? With with leading fucking... With the Riddler as his first bad guy. And knowing that there's going to be other bad guys like the Penguin. Or I don't even know if he's even going to be the Penguin. I know that Copperpot is going to be in it. Cobblepot. Whatever the fuck. Terrible fucking villain. The Um, Penguin? The Penguin is a terrible fucking villain. I agree wholeheartedly. Like, why? 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 That just sounds like they weren't thinking... We're going to have a freezing guy that freezes stuff with his freeze gun and a guy that takes these, this juice chemical shit and he turns into a big 
bad guy. Are you really gonna keep talking shit about DC? And we got a plant lady and a cat lady. (laughs) When Marvel steals our villain ideas all the fucking time. I mean, they make them better. They they don't. They do. Marvel's killing it, and DC is like will like willowing away into to nothing. They're doing ridiculously well financially, but you know whatever. Sure. Which one's worth more, Marvel or DC? The companies. Probably Marvel, probably Marvel because yes. of their studio division. Yes, that's all I need. To know. Meanwhile, Warner Brothers owns all of DC's film properties, which is funny because Marvel almost went bankrupt and had to sell off a bunch of their film properties. To keep themselves afloat. Yeah, but then they came back, and then uh, now they're buying back all their properties and literally still fucking killing it. Uh, what about Spider-Man? What about To Namor? be fair, to be fair. What about Namor? Nobody cares about Namor. Uh, That's like having, like, a, the Aquaman. Nobody cares about Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa as a character, and he, I like what he did with Aquaman, but I, 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 just, I don't fucking like Aquaman as a character. Okay, but I Namor, talk to fish. Namor is a complete different character. He's actually the first mutant, so they should have brought him like a long ass fucking I don't even know if they who has the rights to Namor. Universal? Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. Well not they it's not like they can't use him for an, an entire movie. They can still use him. They can't. Then how are they using the Incredible Hulk? Because the Hulk is un- owned by Universal no, still. It's not. He reverted back after the Ang Lee abomination. The last Hulk movie did so poorly that Universal, the rights reverted back to Marvel. Look that up real quick. Oh my god. Because <clears throat> I could have sworn he was still owned by Universal. Uh, no, it's just uh, there's still a few properties that still exist outside of Marvel continuity. Because we know that we got Blade, Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider. Um, who else did they fucking pawned off? They more or less just pawned it off, and then now they're fucking getting the shit back, and it's just gonna fucking be outstanding. Yeah, and then they have to keep doing reboots. No, because eventually what they're gonna do is, Uh, like... Oh, okay, so, we're both right. We're both right? Yeah. Although Marvel owns the character rights to the Hulk, Universal owns the rights to any solo picture. So... So, same with Namor, I bet. So, they could probably still use Namor... But they can't have its own solo movie. Yeah, exactly. So Disney... That's so dumb. So they didn't even sell the rights right. (laughs) Being owned by Disney is literally doing them wonders. Apparently they're reverting back to... Both of them, Namor and the Hulk, are both reverting back next year. Nice. So, that might end well. Because if we get... Look, I know you don't like him as a character, but Namor um, and Black Panther, because of their... Long-standing feud. Yeah, I think that'll be really interesting. they're both kings. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't be able to see that because Chad's dead. So, yeah. I'd, like them, I'd like to see how they're going to fucking fix that. How they're going to amend and, and bring Namor in. And not have that feud there. That's going to be, to me, very fucking awkward. Unless they give the, the the throne to Killmonger. That would be a terrible idea. I don't think that it would I be. Don't I don't want to see interesting. that. Like, there was no redeeming quality to Michael B. Jordan's character. He is a villain through and through. Like, there's no way. Like, I, di- I didn't even, like, when he was fighting T'Challa, I did not even want him to win. You know what I mean? Even though he was you know, more of a badass, I did not want him to win. I wanted it to, to fucking stay T'Challa. 
I, just, I mean, naturally. They're going to have to fucking fix it. I don't know how they're going to do it like this. What they're going to do with Black Panther 2 and explain all that in Mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are like two of the biggest things. Like, how are they going to fucking do this? See, that's like why, <laughs> that's why I have such a bone to pick with Marvel is as they get the rights back to these characters, they're going to have to find a way to explain how the world never heard of Namor or... or you know, obviously the world's heard of the Hulk, so that's not really going to be a problem. And now they've found a way to work work Spider-Man into it, but, like, there are still so many, like, Ghost Rider. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to have to find ways to work these characters into that, and I just think, I just, I don't know, man. See, now, we're going to delve into something that might be worth delving into. So, Wanda and Pietro, from what I remember, when... Uh, Strucker, Striker, no, or Baron von Strucker. Oh, okay, yeah. When he was having a conversation with another Hydra employee, whatever the fuck he was, at the end of fuck, I can't remember what the movie was before Age of Ultron that showed that cameo of them in the containment cubes. Yeah, it was like a post-credit scene. Wasn't it Civil War? No, oh. because Wanda was in Civil War. Like, on oh, Iron duh, Man. yeah. Uh, so, oh, because they Civil said War that takes they obtained their powers from the the Mind Stone, from the Tesseract. Yeah. So if that opened up any latent mutant DNA, any genes to manifest, who's to say that somehow Wanda isn't responsible for mutants to come into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, maybe the maybe the end of Episode Nine of WandaVision is M Day. But so, in reverse. Yeah, in reverse. I mean, that's just... It's going to have to be that way. But you're gonna, you've are gonna, you got a lot of fucking explaining to do. Because a lot of these X-Men... You know, have actually... lived out in these different events. Hold, hold on. Actually, that would explain a lot. Because Westview's in New Jersey. Everything ba- in the Mar- MCU... Or everything in Marvel basically happens in New York. Yeah, so... Jersey and New York are insanely close yeah, together. Yeah, they're in walking distance. Yeah. So what if, you know, she's like, I did this on a small scale. Let me just fuck everything up for everybody. What do you mean? Um, so she finds a way to get... Loki comes in last episode. Gives her the Mind Stone. She could literally... Pro- she's probably strong enough that she could probably just recreate the Mind Stone. You're probably right. And that's how we get Vision back, bitch! I don't see it happening. He because, just... Because, like, she had that split second where she saw him dead. So what if he's actually just a dead corpse walking around? That's what I'm saying, though. She, like, she realizes that he can't leave Westview with her. And she realizes she needs to go back and be with the Avengers, and she doesn't want to just leave him alone. She wants him with her. Yeah, but see, that's what's weird, though, is because, like, when we... I don't fucking know, man. That whole last show is just fucking... I'm not gonna know jack and shit until I watch, like, at least three more fucking episodes. Because, like, every episode, it seems like they just keep adding more I don't know, fuckery. man. I'm standing by my theory now. So all of this is happening the exact way I've been, I've been saying it is. She's creating the solution. She's controlling everything. She is doing everything herself. Not realizing she is. 
Well, I mean, she's not dumb. Well, no, she she's not. To, she has but... to know that there's obviously everything around her is fucking wrong. I think when <laughs> she realizes that, I think when, when she goes to release Westview, she does something by accident that uh, does M-Day and just turns everybody with a late mutant gene into a mutant. And then she generates a Mind Stone, gives it to Vision, and says, we need to go. I don't know. It's a good theory, but I just don't see that happening. Or, or, so, I, everything I've said up until she creates the Mind Stone and she's been doing it herself. What if it is Mephisto? And he, she doesn't create the Mind Stone. He says, if you give me the children, I will give you Vision back. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. I don't know, kids. man. Like it seems like she's already got that connection. She where probably she thinks that. Kids. I think she. I think she thinks that she could. I. I'm willing to bet she would think she would have a way out of it. No, I think it's going to get a lot fucking worse. I don't think we're going to see the end result at the end of the season because we have. So this is supposed to lead into Spider-Man three, and then it goes from Spider-Man three to Doctor Strange two. I thought Spider-Man 3 was Far From Home. No, Far From Home was number two. The last one, what they're calling it is oh. Home Run. Oh, okay. Or Home Worlds, I believe is what they're, the, the working title is called. And that everybody's speculating the, on. And it's going to be the Spider-Man multiverse. Well, story. see, now people are starting to speculate that either uh, Doctor Strange or Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man will be a cameo at the end of... Uh, and it'll be a post-credit scene at the end of the episode because they they did announce that that Kevin Feige said that they're going to do a post credit scene after the last episode. Well, did you catch the reference in uh the commercial in WandaVision episode 5? No. Lagos? Yeah, I didn't. Like I the only thing from Lagos that I remember was uh like I believe it was sword. Like it was like a computer system or something. Hold on. Or other? I don't fucking know. It's the so Sam Wilson said like they, they go to Lagos in one of the movies and it's where uh, the IFID headquarters gets attacked it's basically you remember the scene in Civil War where she kills Crossbones yeah that's where it happens is Lagos it's ways for her own subconscious to kind of seep into the show I think so the Stark reference was her thinking about Tony. The uh, the Hydra one was her thinking about Hydra and how they created her. And then Lagos is where she started to kind of redeem herself. Well, the next one will most certainly be the Quicksilver uh, Capital One-esque type uh, commercial with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. It's a Quicksilver card. Okay. That was part of the leak that I watched. Um, I don't know. Like I said, there's just so much. We will not know the definitive answer until like the literal butt fucking end because that's how well they fucking crafted the series. I know, and it's so well done, and I hate it so much. So we might get an answer to the to the mutant thing through this. I don't know. Like I said, it would just be really hard to explain that. Um, it would just it would be really hard to explain like because literally. 
a lot of these characters had to go through certain shit for their uh, their their mutant uh, genes to activate. They had to activate under pressure, like a severe amount of pressure. Like Eric Lyncher, like he 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 was during the the Auschwitz because um, he was he was one of the Jewish kids that was being separated from his mom, and like that's when he reached out for. And I don't know if that's how it happened in the in the in the comic books basically yeah but under a certain amount of stress that's how they their their their, their abilities activate wait. yeah so i don't see how wanda will be responsible i'm telling you it's it the way that they're going to introduce them it just it will not seem you've just got too much space missing and it will not be a very consistent like it's not going to be believable all like, right people are going to like <clears throat> like literally people will fucking start a fucking riot and people are going to be against it because people are going to be like that's just terrible fucking you literally are so late to the ball there's no way except for okay the multiverse of madness now there's mutants we're bringing them all from like you know we're, we're merging universes and now we've got mutants you know that's this to me it's late no to i never said it was going to be that simple i had a feeling they would start to kind of like slowly ease in characters from the of the fox universe um no, it won't be from the. I mean, if anything, like Quicksilver will be it. I don't see them. They've already confirmed anybody. Deadpool. Well, yeah, but that doesn't really count. Like he's gonna be more of like a Stan Lee state like cameo in the post credit scenes. I or don't, something like that. I think that he's gonna be a full fledged character. I don't, I don't know how well it's gonna be written though, because like you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird from seeing him during his property and how rated R he, he is sure that he could be very well, no, Kevin Feige, like that. Kevin Feige also said that the next Deadpool movie is going to be rated R. Yeah. But as long as he's doing cameos in these other uh, Marvel movies, Oh, in cameos, not, in cameos, they're going to keep a PG 13. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. because so in a PG 13 movie, you're allowed one F bomb and it used to be given to Logan. I think that they're going to use uh, Deadpool, and they're going to make a joke about it in every movie. I don't know, maybe. Because even because even Ryan Reynolds joked about that on Twitter once. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk about these recasts. Um. Actually, really quick, while you're while you're thinking on that, let me make you a deal right now. <clears throat> If it is, if it is Mephisto, and exclusively Mephisto, that is causing everything in WandaVision, I will come onto the podcast, and I will say Delgado was right about everything. <laughs> You're gonna do that regardless when it comes to B. No, if that is only if it's Mephisto. I'm gonna come on. Let me finish my statement because there's a reason that this is different than me just admitting, okay, I was wrong. Okay? What do you mean? Okay, so, if it is Mephisto, and Mephisto only, and not Loki... Why would it be Loki? Because Loki. Because why wouldn't they use Loki? Anyway... He's, he's redeeming himself right now, is That's what fine. Doing. He doesn't have to redeem himself yet. Anyway... Oh my god. If it is Mephisto exclusively, and I'm saying this for the viewers, or the listeners as well, if it is Mephisto that is causing all of this, I will come onto this podcast, and I will say... Delgado was right about everything, and I'm a big dum-dum. Big dum-dum? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, what would you rather me say? 
I will make you this deal right now. I will come onto this podcast. I will say Delgado is right about everything. And if and, I'm wrong, huh? And if I'm wrong, then you have to say it. I have to say it. Fuck yeah. you, Ryan. No, I'm not gonna say that. No, Why do you always I'm, gotta make this a competition because it's funny to me, oh, and also God. it's it's interesting and it might bring listeners back. No, no, nothing <laughs> will bring the listeners back except for them literally being stuck in their houses during COVID. Quan, can we get another that. quarantine? You got. <laughs> Um, you guys heard it Delgado doesn't want to take my deal no I do not so as far as recasting goes I would say that any of the Punisher would be a recast but they're all kind of their own separate thing well Punisher to Punisher Warzone I thought that that was still the same timeline different characters okay yeah. It's still the same Frank. It's still Frank Castle, but different Frank Castles. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Do you remember who the original Punisher was? Thomas Jane. Nope. Dolphy oh, Dolphy. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphy boy. Dolphy. Did you, did you ever hear the story about how somebody broke into his house, not knowing it was his house, and saw a picture of him? Oh my god, I would fucking be, like, literally, like... So... Like, my heart would drop. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. So somebody broke into his house, and his wife was there. And she was, like, obviously terrified, thinking this dude's going to rob her fucking house. And I guess he starts walking into their room uh, and is like, yeah, just give me all your <clears throat> shit. And, like, she starts, like, moving for uh, her nightstand. And the robber looks over and sees a picture of Dolph Lundgren. And he's like, uh, you know... Uh, who's that? And she's like, that's my husband. And I guess what he did was he literally set his, the shit he was stealing down yeah. and just left. <laughs> uh, I mean, which same, <clears throat> but I also, yeah, like I would have just, I would have dipped. I wouldn't have fucked with that at all. I, like one breaking into people's houses is stupid because you never know whose house it is. But you find out that shit's Dolph Lundgren's. You just leave and you apologize. And then you turn yourself into the police so that way he doesn't get a hold of you. <laughs> well, the Red Skull got fucking recasted for sure. What do you mean? It wasn't Hugo in both. It wasn't Hugo uh, in Endgame. You didn't know that, did you? I did not know. This is the guy who played Aaron from Walking Dead. Aaron. The gay guy. Like, that's literally, I can only say that because there's only one, two gay characters in The Walking Dead. I don't remember <laughs> any gay characters in The Walking Dead. You don't watch The Walking Dead. That's, see, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching a while ago, man, honestly. Um, dude, it just, it stopped holding its appeal to me. I don't even really read the comic books anymore, to be quite honest. <laughs> well, Yeah. <laughs> But I stopped reading them forever ago. Yeah, I can't remember what his fucking name is. That's fine. Um, do you want to talk about War Machine? Well, I'm looking at that stuff. fucking Terrence Howard asked for more money. <laughs> Terrence didn't Howard didn't. Terrence Howard didn't casted. just ask for more money. He was like, "Either give me more money, or I'm gonna walk." And they were like, "Bye, bye." Okay. And they, he, was, he was. <laughs> Can you imagine in that moment you were just like, give me more money, I walk, and they're like, okay, bye, and you're like, fuck! <laughs> Dude, there were so many recastings around Back to the Future. Did you know that? No. So, 
Marty McFly was being played by something Stoltz or Schultz or some shit like that. Steven, maybe? I don't fucking know. Um, but him and Jennifer were both, like, played by two different, completely different people. Like, um, in the first one, Jennifer was played by one actress, and then in part two and three, she was played by a completely different actress. And, uh, like I said, they, they had somebody completely different besides Michael J. Fox playing uh, Marty in Back to the Future, and then they decided at the last minute, still had footage of him, um, switched over to, to having him as Marty. Can I talk about one that's going to annoy you? What, George McFly? No. How they totally used a, a double in the second movie, the second and third movie. I did like not, a lookalike. I did not know that. They used his lookalike. Like they literally done this dude up to make him look exactly like Crispin Glover. That's kind of dirty, man. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, he was also being a fuck. Um, so, <clears throat> actually, the biggest recast uh, that I know of that was, like, production was done and everything, and the one that impressed me, or doesn't impress me the most, and I, I'm actually super grateful it happened this way, uh, actually comes from a Star Trek TV series. Oh, and that's why I said it's going to annoy you. Um, so, Catherine Janeway, Janeway wasn't always going to be played by uh, Kate Mulgrew. Uh, she was actually played by a French actress. They shot, uh, I believe, a whole the whole pilot episode, and then they were starting shooting on the second episode with this actress. And the actress was like, no, nah, I think I'm just done here, and then walks off the set. So they had to scramble to reshoot the first episode and the bits of the second episode that she had started. And there's still, like, footage. There's still, like, there's still, like, completely edited with like all special effects included, um, like footage of this original actress playing that role, and I just think that that's really neat. I think mine most like I wouldn't say mind blowing, but like it needed to happen because the way that the stories were progressing, um, which was unfortunate for uh, Richard Harris, which was the first uh, Dumbledore. He was Dumbledore in. Um, the Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets and then he died and that's when they brought Michael Gambon 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 and uh, Prisoner of Azkaban he was Dumbledore all the way through until they did the Fantastic Beasts and then we got fucking Jude Law as fucking Dumbledore I didn't know that's the character he was playing in those movies I haven't watched him yet so what Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The first one was good. The second one was not very good. <laughs> and it sucks that they're going to recast Johnny Depp as uh, Grindelwald. So gross. But, they, um... Like, he... It's just stupid. Oh, uh, like, we'll, shit. We'll see, we'll see how they're going to fucking recast him. Um... I, I brought it up earlier, but uh, the guy who played Spartacus in the Spartacus TV series... The original one died... Or got sick, so they recast him so that way they could keep the show going. Yeah. And they were gonna like bring him back when he got better. Um, and then he died, so they just finished out the series with that guy, the new guy, which was really interesting. Um, the mummy, fucking Evelyn, they recast her in the third. Oh, one. yeah, that's right. Yeah, not that that whole ass fucking franchise just. The yeah, first the, one needed to happen, but anything after that. Did like, it, though? 
I mean, I enjoyed it. It wasn't a bad movie. I enjoyed it. Um, Brendan Fraser was great. Yeah, I know. That was about one of the only things that he was ever, like, good for, movie-wise. Bro, there are so many things that he was good for and that he did great. Okay, so name, like, three movies that he was in. Movies. Movies. Encino Man. Uh, okay, okay. Blast from the Past and Pawn Shop Chronicles. Bitch! Dude, no way. Pawn Shop Chronicles fucking suck. You loved that movie. What the fuck are you talking about? Hold I, on. I you I know what? Actually, let me just fucking... I think I made t- you watch that movie. Yeah, you did. Because you were like, this movie's really good. Watch this with me. And I'm like, okay. And I loved it. So I bought the shit out of it. See, if I was going to go for my top three Brendan Fraser movies, I would go with Bedazzled. I just named three off the top of my head. I could... Monkey Bone and... It's not necessarily his movie, but he was in it. Uh, Crash. Crash was so good. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let me fuck your entire day up real quick. uh, Because you were wrong about Brendan Fraser, and I want to rub it in a little bit. Um, So I'm going to name all of the good movies that he was in. Encino Man. Son-in-Law. Son-in-Law was In the army now. (laughs) Dude, I love the fact that he played the same character from uh, Encino Man to In the Army now. He played the same character. He played the missing link. In both movies. Did not know that. Yeah, dude, he's, it's, uh, so, Encino Man, Link, and then, uh, in the army now, he played Link. Actually, and in Son-in-Law. He was playing Missing Link in all three of those movies. And actually, in the army now, you actually see his name tag says Link. Because Missing Link. Yeah. George of the Jungle, bitch. No, George of the Jungle fucking sucks. <laughs> but Blast from the Past is probably one of my favorite movies. It's just so good. And then Monkey Bone is really good, too. Uh, Wait. What? Never mind. What? I was thinking that he was in another movie that was, like, Blast from the Past, and it wasn't him in that movie. Oh, he was also really good in the role he played in Scrubs. I didn't even know he was in Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in it for several episodes. That's weird. Uh-huh. I don't remember that. He played Ben Sullivan. He played, um... Dr. Cox's friend oh. that died. Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Didn't um, know he I... was in G.I. Joe. Yeah, who did he play in G.I. The Rise of... Co- Sergeant Stone. Hmm. These are all, like, because, mo- like, he, he didn't... He never stopped acting, but, like, he stopped getting, like, big roles because of personal life stuff that I won't go into detail about. If you want to know, look it up. Um, but my personal favorite role that he's ever played is Robot Man in, uh, Doom Patrol. He's just, he's perfect in that role, dude. Like, it's such a well-produced, well-written, well-acted role. But his role in Pawn Shop Chronicles is also really fucking good. I'll have to rewatch it at some point. You should, it's really good. Man, now I want to watch Blast from the Past. Oh my god. The movie was ridiculous. You know what movie good. I fucking watched? Um, this morning I watched the animated Scorpion's Revenge. And it really wasn't that bad. Mortal Kombat? Oh! I thought you meant something completely different. No, dude, I loved that movie. It was yeah, really it was well. so fucking so good. good. And then I watched two... No, I watched three. I watched three... 
newer movies this this past week slash last weekend. One movie that is uh, really good that I I actually recommend all three. I, I recommend all three of these movies. Um, so um, one of the first ones is Freaky with uh, Vince Vaughn, and he like swaps places with um, Kath. Was it Catherine Newton? Which she's going to be playing the new Cassie Lang, which is a recast. She's getting recasted. Um, I wonder why. Um, no, I saw that on Twitter. Actually, she's like, I didn't know until they announced it. Basically, yeah. uh, isn't that the movie where he? It's like a body swap movie yeah. where he's a serial killer. Yeah. And like the gore is like really there, like really there, like it's huh. fucked up. Actually, no, four movies. Okay, so this morning I actually um, I went against my good intentions and I watched The Tax Collector with Shia LaBeouf. And it really wasn't that bad. Like, I don't understand why people were so pissed off about it. Like, I mean, he didn't have, like, a super standout role, but, like, I mean... So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a really quick hot take. That's actually kind of how I felt about the Bloodshot movie. I didn't watch it. I refused. It's actually not bad. I, I went into it thinking like, oh God, this is going to be garbage. I'm going to be making fun of it the ent- entire time. I really had, I have very minimal negative things to say about that movie. It's really sad that like it's getting a sequel. I don't think so. Yeah, I It's already been confirmed. <laughs> I know. No, I'm saying I don't think it's a bad thing. Oh, well, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it. One of the most, <clears throat> his first appearance is one of the most overprinted comic books of all time. But see, like. Um, it's basically Spawn number one all over. Yeah, the Tax Collector was a really decent movie. Uh, and then you get to watch, you know, Shia LaBeouf uh, get killed, so that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Just watch Constantine gets, for that; it'll be fine. Well, no, it was a little bit more graphic in this one because uh, I'm, the fucking just look up, look up the. The summary. I can't like really summarize this correctly. Isn't he basically just like like they're collecting the taxes from the from you know the mob people? Yeah, yeah. There's some shit like that. But uh, there's like this one shot caller or whatever from like Mexico that's like literally coming to like fuck everything up and like takes everything that that uh, Shia LaBeouf's character and his friend. I can't remember his fucking friend's name. I'm not even gonna like try to fucking remember. Um, because the story focuses on his friends, family, and life, and everything like that. And, uh, like, this is where you get to, like, see, like, you know, really grotesque, like, you know, uh, shit that, that these mobs and, and shit like that do. And, like, the cartel. I don't know if it had shit to do with the cartel, but, like, I was, like, loosely in and out. Um, it's probably playing on my phone or some shit. But, like, you got to see, like, this dude just straight up left Shia LaBeouf. Because, like, all these people came up and were, like, shooting and shit. And, like, there's explosions. And, like, you know, the first thing he was, like, fuck, I got to go get my family. Like, you know, these people are going to fucking, like, straight up, like, kill my entire family. Leaves Shia LaBeouf. And, then like, fucking, like, he ends up FaceTiming the dude. And, like, he's, like, beating the shit out of, like, Shia LaBeouf's, like, fucking shins with, like, a hammer. Like, it was all kinds of fuck, bro. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It was fucked up. Like, I was like, all right, all right. Um... But yeah, that and Freaky, Freaky, like like I said, you know, Vince Vaughn's funny, uh, and he also he plays a, a pretty, you know, intimidating, like, bad guy, because he's, like, fucking stocky as fuck. Um, the two other movies, one is actually going to be very surprising, uh, because I never thought that I would really like a role that Jared Leto's done, but The Little Things, 
uh, with Denzel Washington and uh, old boy that played uh, um, oh fuck Freddie Mercury in the reimagining. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they play detective. Like he's a detective, and then uh, Denzel Washington is like God, you know like name? a retired, like not a retired, but like you know he's he's Rainy Malik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like the the movie, like I, I literally can't even like spoil it because it's it's left very open ended, where it's left up to the viewers' interpretations. Like because we don't know if Jared Leto is actually the serial killer or not, but. He's very fucking weird in this role, and it's it's just like there's too many coincidences. But he also, uh, I think they said in the movie that uh, he actually was he actually confessed to a murder, but there wasn't any evidence. Like he was like a crime buff. Like he was like he wanted to have that that validation that it was him, but they couldn't pin it on him, so he got released. And, yeah, like I said, and it's fucked up, too, because this movie should be a little bit more controversial now more so than ever because it literally shows, like, two different times where cops have killed innocent people and literally got help to cover it up. So I feel like that's a very dangerous thing to, to, you know, incorporate and put out there in cinema that, that that actually does happen, that, you know, that cops do kill people sometimes may or may not be on accident but it does get brushed under the rug yeah and it literally glorifies that in this movie like all over the place and it's so fucked up like it's such it's such a good movie dude like literally i give an a plus to that fucking movie um now the last movie is like a guilty pleasure though are you are you looking something up yeah i am but keep going the last the last movie is like a straight up like coming to america too I'm so excited. I should not be, but I that I I don't know if I will watch it. Um, but no, uh, the last movie is called The Call, and it has uh, the old the older chick from the Insidious franchise. I can't remember her fucking name. Um, and it's got Tobin Bell in it, and it, it takes place in like the '80s. And these group of kids were like, literally, like there's this story based around where there's a new kid. And he he gets mixed up with these other three kids. Like, it's two brothers and then this chick. And, like, you know, sh- they all have just, like, tormented the fuck out of these, uh, this, this elderly lady, the chick from the Insidious franchise. And Tobin Bell, and I don't know why the fuck he didn't, like, ever try to, like, you know, make them stop. Because there was something that had to deal with. She was blamed for the murder of this girl's younger sister. But it was actually something completely else. And, um, well, she ends up killing herself and in her will, she's left money for these four kids that have been, you know, um, fucking with her and shit. Well, now it was the three and then the new guy. And this movie is so fucking reminiscent to like a nightmare on Elm street. It is fucking crazy. So literally like the premise of it, like the Tobin Bell character, loved his wife and he decided that he was going to fulfill her will and have these four kids come to the house and explain that they were left in the will. If they win this, uh, they, what they, they've got to do is one by one, they have to go upstairs and answer this phone in the study and they have to last on the phone for one minute. And if they do that, then they get like 
I don't know, like $10 million or some, something, something crazy like that. And that's all they've got to do is stay on the phone, but they got to be there by themselves in the study. And, um, they're like, well, fuck, you know, that's, you know, money in the bank right there. So one by one, they all go up to the study and he said that he would be outside, you know, waiting to give them their money. Yeah. So you already know, like something's fucked up, you know what I mean? So when they go up, cause they had the, they had a phone buried with her when she died. So they're, ca- they're calling the number, they're calling her and she answers the phone and she literally like fucking like, it's like some kind of black magic or shit because like she sucks them into like this hellish realm where like she like tells them to keep looking at the mirror. If you look in the mirror, cause there's a mirror facing them in the study. And when they look in the mirror, it's like they get trapped inside this really weird hell dimension where they live out like very hellish, like almost like Hellraiser, a nightmare on Elm street. Very just like, it's, it's very, it's fucked up. It's, it's really fucked up. Like you've, I just, it's, it's a very good movie. It's a very good fight. It's hard to fucking explain, but it's, it's fucking worth it. It really is. There are two movies that I watched recently that I think you'd actually really enjoy. Uh, one was called the open house and then the other one was called the vanished. Um, I've heard of one of those, but which I just, one? uh, the open house. I'm sure that's the kid with the 13 reasons why. Uh, he was also in, uh, Project Almanac. If I remember correctly. Either way, um, I'm really bad with actors. I'm really bad with actors. But, uh... The Vanished, maybe. I don't... don't So, The Open House is about, um... This family, or these... This, uh... Son and mom who's selling their house. And they have an open house. And there's this serial killer going around killing people who are open houses. And he tries to kill them both. Um... And I'm not going to ruin anything. It's just a really terrifying, fucked up movie. Um, <clears throat> so they don't is... know that this guy is killing people that showing showing houses? No. So is it the realtor? No. No, no, no. I'm not going to spoil the movie. I'm just watch. I'm just saying, like, just watch there's the got to be more consistency to that. There's, there's really, there's a lot of story building in the movie, but it spoils the ending. And I'm not going to give the ending away because I think you'd really get a kick out of the ending. Um, as long as it's not as bad as Disturbia. God, no. Uh, and then The the Vanished hilariously stars Thomas Jane. Um, oh, yeah. I haven't seen that movie. It's really good. It's, like, ridiculously good. So, basically, um, this uh, husband, wife, and their daughter go camping. And the daughter goes missing. And it's basically like a whodunit type of situation. They're trying to find the kid. Yeah. Um, There's a huge twist in the movie. Um, It can't be as good as that one movie with Sam Rockwell. Oh, fuck. Fractured. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, my God, dude. That movie is so fucking good. Like, you've not watched Fractured? Uh Uh-uh. Dude. Sam Worthington. Yeah, that's who it was, not Rockwell. Yeah, there's that's two totally different actors, my guy. Uh... Huh. That sounds really good. I might it is it. very good. It is very, like... Oh my god, it's so fucking good. Yeah, if you guys haven't watched Fractured, Fractured's good. There, there's Okay, so there's another movie that I watched, but it's not a very new movie. It's called Magic. 
It is a very early uh, Anthony Hopkins movie. And he's a, he's a uh, struggling ventriloquist. Uh, well, he wasn't struggling before he became a ventriloquist. He, he was doing magic at a stand-up club. Which is really weird if you think about it. If you watch it, and it's so funny, just like the men, like the 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 facial, not the facial gestures, but like the the awkward body posturing, like how it, it's very reminiscent to how Joaquin Phoenix did in The Joker when he was doing stand up. And there was actually one person laughing in the crowd that sounded like the laugh that he does for The Joker in the Joker movie. Oh, I wonder if that's connected somehow. Probably, knowing Joaquin Phoenix and the way he likes to do things, it's probably, like, a reference to that. Because there's a lot of... Like, it's really fucking creepy that, like, fucking Anthony Hopkins, like, just loses it, dude. Like, he, like... He was offered a, 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 a bit... Like, he was offered his own show or some shit like that. And, like, he's, like, slowly, like... You know, they wanted... I think they wanted him to, like, lean back on the whole ventriloquist act. And, like, he literally just, like, starting to lose his mind and shit. And, like... He, like, starts killing people, dude. Like, he's fucking crazy. And he, like, starts having, like, all these crazy conversations with himself. It's it's so fucking Wait, weird, didn't dude. you not like the Joker? No, I like the Joker. I just... I like the Joker as a film. I did not like it as a DC movie at all. Yeah. Because I just... I feel like there was not enough consistency. Like, you can't claim that that's the Joker, but you can't call him the Joker. I'm willing to bet money, and I'm gonna say this now, as a DC fanboy... I'm willing to bet money that the writer and the creator for that movie originally had that idea and pitched it to Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers was like, you can't do that because you want to do things that sound like the Joker. And we can't have you doing that without it being a Joker movie. And they're like, okay, what do we have to change? And they're like, he has to wear clown makeup. And they're like, okay. So I think it was probably like pigeonholed as a Joker movie without actually... It's supposed to have been a Joker movie to begin with. Yeah, probably. Either way, really great fucking film. I love that movie. Right. I'm probably end up watching it again. Same with Blackburn. Or Brightburn. Brightburn was terrible. What? Yeah. You're wrong on Very so terrible. many I different levels. I did not like that kid actor. Just did not. He wasn't meant to be a good actor. He was meant to be a sociopath. I wanted like a fucking like decent fucking actor like the kid just did not i really wish that that movie had done well because they were supposed to branch it off into like a justice league like evil justice league movie they were building a whole ass franchise out of it i really wish it had done better because that would have been great to see on film i mean maybe i don't know i think it would have been a lot of fun that's just me that's just too much thinking for the average fan i mean you don't give enough they, credit they, to they, movie they fans. don't, like, want to fucking, like... There's just no fucking consistency, and I fucking hate it because the movies that they make aren't even fucking good. Like, Shazam was barely good. I would not say that it was a fucking amazing film because the villain fucking sucked. He was a terrible fucking villain. So, with that being said, I liked Harley Quinn. Of course you do. That's about the only fucking DC movie that I like. Like, I didn't even really like Suicide Squad at all. Of course you didn't. I didn't either. It was garbage. It was straight up trash. That movie should have um, never happened. I liked Batman. 
I like Batman Begins and Dark Knight. I did not like the third one at all. Did not like Tom Hardy. So, hot take. Batman, uh, The Dark Knight Rises is my favorite Batman movie. Of course it is. Why? Because I think that it was a really good uh, idea and it was done pretty well. I think that they could have done a little bit more with Bane than they did, but that was a, that's all I would really change. Uh, I wish they'd kept Tali Al Ghul out of it, actually. That would have been good. I don't really know what they could have done. Like, if you if you would have been able to, like, have any other villain in that movie besides Catwoman and Bane, who would it be? I would have just kept it as Bane. Just Bane. Because, okay, so here's the thing. Coming from a DC fanboy, Bane is one of Batman's greatest villains. He's as smart as Batman, but he's stronger. He's meaner. He's way more ruthless. He's a lot more. And with that, he can do more. And I think that that's really cool. So who do you think the most dangerous, the most dangerous villain of Batman? Bane. The most dangerous? Yeah. No way, dude. Scarecrow. Scarecrow is meek. And so, okay. Like the fear, the fear. Not, this is, this is all discounting Joker. This is all saying if the Joker did not exist, the most dangerous Batman villain is Bane. Hands no down. Way. No way, dude. The fear, dude. The fear, uh, what is it? The fear. The fear uh, gas. The fear gas. Releasing that all over. Like, if there was not Batman, like, Gotham would literally crumble, bro. So, what you're going based on is if Scarecrow had released, like, the fear toxin to everybody in Gotham, right? Bane would have done that. If you if you take Scarecrow, Joker, if everybody else he out. didn't have any form of toxin. No, but he... Okay, so if he'd released Venom in small doses in the water, he could have easily manipulated everybody in Gotham. Okay, so there was actually a storyline where Batman got hooked on Venom. And, which is just an insanely well-written story. Bless uh, Denny O'Neill. Probably one of the greatest comic book authors of all time. Just period. Um, Can't change my mind, don't fucking at me. Um, oh my god, these ads. Uh, I, I, I think easily Bane is Batman's most ruthless villain, uh, second only to the Joker. But the Joker doesn't count in this, in this calculation because the Joker is inherently a sociopath. He doesn't, his, his primary mission is to turn the Batman into himself, into the Joker is to ruin Batman. That's all he wants to do is cause Batman to break that one rule. If, if it, he thinks that if he gives Batman that one bad day, then Batman will be like him. And then his mission's over. Bane's entire mission is whatever the fuck he wants it to be that particular day. It depends on who's paying him the most. He's the only villain to get as close to completely dismantling Batman. He's the reason somebody else had to take on the mantle. Because he's so smart and so ruthless that he basically, he and, and he took that and he broke Batman's back and his will to live in one panel. Dick Grayson didn't take over as Batman then. No, that was Azrael. So it was Azrael... As Batman? Yeah. Or was it just Azrael? Azrael is Batman. 
and then Azrael came out of it when uh, Bruce made him retire. The Batman Rest in Peace storyline, there was a uh, there was a whole arc called Battle for the Cowl, where basically all of the Bat family decided they wanted to be Batman while Batman was faking his own death. <coughs> so, have you been watch or have you been reading the Mighty Morphin uh, comic books? So I guess there's like a new Green Ranger. That makes sense. I mean, with Tommy Oliver as the White Ranger. Yeah, that's terrible. That's why I don't really read the new. <laughs> so you got a White Ranger and a Green Ranger. When in reality, I guess it's not canon because the it's not canon from the show. But the show, Tommy has the fucking the what is whatever morpher it was. Uh, God damn it! I feel fucking dumb right now. Um, You're forgetful. It's okay. I'm old. Um, damn, what is the... It's not a legacy morpher. It's like fucking the Omega morpher. Not Omega morpher. Fuck, I can't remember what it is. But he could literally morph into any Power Ranger of his choosing that he portrayed. So he could be like the tur- the Red Turbo Ranger, the White Power Ranger, the Green Power Ranger, the Black Dino Ranger, I thought the, the Red comics, Zeo Ranger. I thought the comics weren't considered canon anyway because of the Shattered Dimensions storyline. Yeah. Which is all fucked. I don't know. Lord Dracone was a really cool villain, though. Dracon? Really yeah. You said Dracone. I know. That's fine. <laughs> Shut up. Potato, potato. Uh, I really hope they bring that live action at some point. That'd be really cool to see. No, they're going to make an animated show. Oh, I'm even super about that. Let's go. <clears throat> so, literally, the only thing I've got to look forward to this week is more WandaVision. And I'll actually be off that day. I will be off on Friday. Bet. So, I believe I believe I'm off Thursday. I will. Oh shit! I'll let you know what's going on with my schedule as soon as I know. <sighs> Outside of that, do you have any questions? Because I think we're pretty much wrapping it up again for this recast episode 18 of the podcast of justice. Recast of destruction. Recast of Fucking. I like Recast of Destruction. No. Mm. We'll come up with an, a more quippier name. Yeah, we will. Um. um aha! Perfect for the theme of the episode. Please steal my question. I can almost guarantee you it's probably the same. It probably is. If you could recast one superhero uh, from any movie, any company, what? who would it be? If I could recast them? Yeah, if you if you could break into the writer's room and they were having a meeting for this character and you could be like, you need to cast this guy and they'd be like, that's perfect, let's do that. Who would it be? And why? The movie can be purely theoretical. So even if that comic book character does not have a movie yet. So basically, who who's your perfect fan casting? You mean John Krasinski? John Krasinski is fucking Mr. Fantastic, I and Emily Blunt is fucking Invisible Woman. Fucking should have known. Efron is fucking a Human Torch. So just go ahead and cast your entire Fantastic Four then, <laughs> douchebag. I don't know who I would play for the thing. Like I would like fucking Rain Wilson, maybe. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, theoretical Green Arrow movie. I would cast Charlie Hunnam. Of course you would. I think you just do brilliantly in the role. I'm sorry. Not sorry. He hasn't done shit since I'm at Mercury, so. 
Pacific Rim, bitch. Nobody cares about that the, uh, the garbage. Uh, King Arthur. That was also garbage. And he he was a great actor in it. Okay, and that after that. Uh nope. Actually, let me let me actually change that one up real quick. Taron Egerton is Green Arrow. Who? Eggsy from Kingsman. Oh God. No way. <laughs> no way. I figured that one would fuck you up. No, it'd either no. be between Brad Pitt or uh. Or Charlie Hunnam for Green Arrow. It'd be Charlie. Like I would, I would take Charlie over Brad Pitt. Yeah, me too. Because Brad Pitt's a little old. I would have to do that for like Dark Knight Rises or some shit, or Dark Knight Returns. Older Green Arrow. I mean, anything over Stephen Amell. Because you know, I think he's a he's a garbage. He was Arrow. a great Green Arrow. I need you to shut your whore mouth. Yes. Better than Justin Hartley. Sorry. No way, dude. Justin Yo. Hartley was the better fucking Green Arrow. Patently false, but sure. <laughs> oh uh, my god! Same question applies to the fans because I think I'm going to be lazy with this one. Um, if you guys, if you guys could cast anybody as your favorite superhero, supervillain, um, or for any type of nerdum related movie, uh, who would it be and why? Who? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who would you recast to play the Joker? How are you gonna do me like that, man? Uh, who, who, who would you who would you pick to be the next Joker after after the Joaquin debacle? I don't debacle. think we have enough time for me to think and answer that question. Uh, no, this also goes to the fans out there too. If anybody's actually fucking listening to this shit, uh, you can also post on our page the answers. Uh, just like throw a fucking comment or uh, make a post and just fucking just. Let us have it. Give us some feedback. So I'd definitely like to know what you what what you people, you listeners, and even Ryan, I'd like to I'd like to know who, who you cast for the next Joker in um the the Batman series with Robert Pattinson. I'm trying to get a list of ideas because I wanna go I want Because you got it's got a mirror it's got a mirror Robert Pattinson. I kind of agree with David Tennant, but I also don't. Uh, no. Dear God, no. Who was it? No. Rami? No, not Jim No, Carrey. he... He... No, he... No. We're good on that one. <clears throat> no. Too old. No. Birdface. Johnny Depp? No, he's too fucking old. I don't know, man. Yeah, he's too fucking old. Sam Rockwell can't, no. No. This list is trash. Absolutely not. Absolutely doubly not. He could play a, Dick, a good Dick Grayson for the our Pat, Batman movie, though. No, he's too old. I kind of thought about that, but contractually and canonically, I don't think it would work. It just wouldn't work, period. No... Just I didn't like any of them. No. Um uh, Dude, this sucks. I really don't know. Who would you choose? Gives me time to think. Oh, you fucker. Actually, never mind. Bill Skarsgård. No. Why not? Because he's already played a clown. So? No way. Better than the James Franco idea that this dude has. No. 
No. No. I, I think I'm going to stick with Bill Skarsgård on this answer. <clears throat> oh, man. I think it's because of how well he played Pennywise that I would like to see him as the Joker. No. I wouldn't. I mean, it was kind of annoying. I didn't really... I mean, I liked it, but after the first movie, it was just too much. Um... This one says Nicolas Cage. No way. Macaulay Culkin. No. I don't know. He's got the build for it. Okay, actually, I'm changing my answer really quick. Um, so there's this voice actor who did him his voice over in one of the Batman video games. Uh, Troy Baker. Has the build, has the laugh, has the voice, has the look, all of it down. I don't know if he's good at acting on screen, but if he is, then he should absolutely be the next one to do it. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, yeah. I'll uh, I'll show you a video after we wrap, and uh, you'll probably end up agreeing with me. Damn. I honestly would like to see a change. I'd like to see an African-American as So this Joker. is actually talking about it. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was from Blood... Or not... Uh, fuck, what was it called? He was in Straight Outta Compton, Selma, Dope, and Short Term 12. I guess he was also in Get Out. Uh, I like no, Sorry to Bother You. That's the same, that's the same dude. That's the same dude from... Uh, the Uncut Gems. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still have yet to watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who that is. Yeah, it I'd says... Like that. Yeah, it says, uh... To the nerve-wracking tension of Uncut Gems. Yeah. I could totally see him doing that. And the only reason why I say that is because of the Batman show and how the actor almost sounded like he had, like, an African-American, like, esque type voice. The one where Dietrich Bader did the voice for Batman? I just know, like, he, he literally acted more like a fucking lunatic, and, like, he had, like, an orange vest and, like, the purple, like, long sleeves. <laughs> he had, like, long, gnarly-ass hair. Apparently, he went to the Joker premiere. As the Joker? With a uh, face paint on and a green beanie. Okay, actually, never mind, I agree with you. I yeah. think he could do it. I think he would rock it. Yeah. I might have to watch Uncut Gems just to see, but... Um, I liked him and sorry to bother you. You'll definitely like, I, I liked Uncut Gems. Like, <coughs> Adam Sandler, that's, it's, it's a good, it's a good movie. Okay. It's a very good movie. Cool. But outside of that, I think we're, uh, at the butt end of this episode. And, uh, I really don't know when the next episode we're gonna film, but we're gonna, we're gonna. Probably still on Saturday. I just don't know what time or anything like that. We'll, we'll sort all that out later. Yeah. If any statements need to be made, just follow us on follow the Facebook page. We'll make an update there. All right. Well, we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.